Hello, everyone. This is your girl, Jamise. And your boy, Khalif. And we're bringing you another episode of the wonderful, award-winning, awesome sauce <laughs> episode of Friendly Fire. What awards have we won? In my mind, <laughs> I'm going to make a trophy, man. Oh, Best wanna... new podcast of 2015. So you, wanna, you want your own Shiva? Well, we could have like they—they probably one day they probably will have awards for podcasters. I hope so. And then it'll we be can the win podcast one. awards. Yeah, probably be something by MTV. Ooh, maybe I can like write a letter to somebody about that. Mm, hmm. Awesome. It wouldn't it be funny to see the podcasters like live because they do have podcast conventions. They do? Yes. Some of the more experienced podcasters go to these podcast conventions. Wow. I guess I we guess should we get should on get that. on that next year. Yeah. 2016 goals. Sweet, sweet. Because we're almost at the end of 2015. Oh, I don't know if I'm happy goals, about that or not, but, you know. <laughs> I am. But speaking of goals, for those of you who, who do know, we moved back to America. Living in America. That's, that's some kind of song, but I don't know the rest of it. Uh, uh. Oh, okay. It's a James Brown. It's James Brown. Oh, yeah. It's a band. Hey! Oh, I was thinking about him because of that story we heard on another podcast. Yes. The storytelling oh, yeah. podcast where people yeah, talk about that their that was a little... good story. It was. About dreams come true kind of thing, so. True. Maybe we can have our own dream come true story soon. <laughs> so, yes, we are back in the U.S. of A. And once again. Maybe here to stay... I'm starting to rhyme again. Remember that time when I rapped for you guys? Do you remember? No, no, oh. no, let's not do that again. I'm going to do it again one day. In fact, mm. I'm preparing a Christmas rap right now. How you like them apples? Applesauce. <laughs> no, but mostly, yeah. But this is the topic that Khalif has been wanting to talk about for a while. Only because I'm dealing with this. I mean, like, okay, this is the reason why this show has come up for me. It's because when I was the five, four to five years, I was in Korea deep in the trenches, going hard every day, all day on the block, <laughs> in the classroom, doing what I do best. And I would see individuals throwing these grandiose, I'm out of here, bitches. Yeah. What we call the going away party. Yes. These going away parties. But. A month later, two months later, they're back in Korea working. And sometimes it's a little bit longer than that. Maybe. Maybe. I think that mostly the average, I think, is is about a year before they just are like, if it, I'm going back. <laughs> I'm coming back to Korea. Sorry, guys. You missed me. Ha ha ha. <laughs> yeah. Then they have a coming home party. I if came you will. back. I came back party. <laughs> So, you know, I don't know. I don't, it's just, I haven't gone to a I came back party. They kind of like to just sneak back in. You're like, oh, I thought you left. Oh, girl, yeah, I did. <laughs> I've been to a couple I came back parties, those okay. homecomings. Well, but, guys and girls do these things a little bit differently. <laughs> but I've always wondered, like, because you, usually you hear people, it's different for every individual. But some, some of the guys I know, they're like, I'm never coming back here. I'm sick of this place. And then... F Korea. F Korea. I'm out. And then two months later, dude, you back? Yeah. Yeah, well, see, what had happened was. I didn't like being at home. <laughs> so I like Korea and I came back. So oh, I see. And that had me thinking, like, man, what's going on at home to make you want to come back? Well, we can see 
on the news and through Facebook updates what's going on at home. I mean, besides the the slings <laughs> of <laughs> well, no, no, just in general, just dumb. Let's let's just I'll just sum it up in one word: Trump. Okay, continue. <laughs> well, mostly, and but just thinking of these things, and now that it got to my f- super senior year of being in Korea, and I was like, it's time for me to bounce. And will I come back? I don't know. But do I love Korea? Did I love Korea? Is Korea my second home? Yes. Second home. But it was just something I felt I had to do. And now that I'm back, I have dealt, have been meeting issues. We, we're running into some, uh, uh, what do you, what would you call it? Speed bumps, if you will. I wouldn't even call them speed bumps. I'm, I'm, these are, these these Jesse Owens I run track hurdles. <laughs> wow. And maybe that's an over exaggeration, but <laughs> well, I mean, there are hurdles and hoops you have to jump over and jump through. Uh I, I can agree with that analogy then. Yes, absolutely. Well the main issue is trying to get me a J O B. Right. Because here is the thing. Uh your girl Jamise, I always have a job and lately has been like a really good job. I don't want to like toot my horn, but I've had a really good job. So I was like, okay, we're going back to America. Let's go, let's go, let's go. But now we're here and I'm kind of like, why don't we come back here? And I haven't really started looking for a job as hardcore as Khalif because I'm kind of like, meh, you know, but I'm, I'm starting to, because I'm getting some, some people are kind of pushing me back to go back to work. So there you have it. I will Make more of an effort, if you will. But, Khalif, what are some of the issues, the hurdles, the hoops you have been running into? Well, first and foremost, not to, like, go on a tangent. Well, it's not even a tangent. I mean, uh, what's the word when you, a rant. Oh, oh, you're going to get on your soapbox now? I don't want to get on a soapbox. But okay. here's some of the issues that I, I have foreseen. I mean, some of my students I used to talk to back in Korea, they would, talk about certain things and I would just say things will get better and I try to keep those same core values that I had in Korea when things were running lovely for me that they should be the same type of positivity like in this beautiful life stay positive but when you know what you're worth know your worth know your worth know what the what you will accept as payment because how much is the minimum wage? What seven bucks? Seven something. But yeah, and you, you get offered federal minimum wage. I should say some states have a higher minimum, minimum wage, wage because their cost of living is higher. Mm. Maybe, or they just decide to do the right thing. <laughs> Maybe, but you you know that because you have a degree, you and I'm not tooting my horn here, but I have degrees. And I know what I'm worth, and I know what I will and won't Not stand only that, for. that, but also experience, you know. I so. haven't even got to that point yet. Oh, right. I'm just okay. giving you I'm, the meat and potatoes. We're, we're, we're just doing the run, the rundown, if you will, the, the rundown. <laughs> and on top of that, you have someone who's educated with experience, and you want to give them, like, eight fifty an hour. That's, that's like, below poverty level. 
and I mean, and I mean, working poverty level. There's a difference between being broke and working broke, where every day working you, broke is worse. It's like, what is happening? I never least, have any money. It's like this. I used to say this in school: if you're gonna fail, fail with honors. Yes, absolutely. If you're gonna fail, don't get the fifty nine or that sixty. Well, in some schools, it'd be sixty nine, and that sixty nine is an F. But if you're gonna fail, you might as well go ahead and get that twelve. Get that, you know, just. <laughs> Man, if it, you know, I didn't know a damn thing. A 12 and a 59 is going to be worth the same amount. So what? It's still an F. What exactly? So, so if you're going to do it, do there it. There you go. You're going to fail big. But this is one of those moments where if I'm broke and I know I'm broke and I know the reason why I'm broke, that's understandable. But when you're working broke. Working broke and don't have children. You got to be like, where my money? Yes. Where's my money? And I'm actually great with managing money. Y'all. You know, be better have my money. I think I think, you know, she shorted me or something, you know, because I worked all this time and I don't have what? <laughs> so oh, this that's just I'm some of the beans issues. And, weenies. <laughs> and then oh, yeah. and don't have and then you're back and then you got like people hounding you for money because of payments and stuff. So you know, I'm not even tripping about that because that that was my fault. But actually, it was it was just a hospital bill, y'all, and that's a whole different show. Oh yes, we're supposed to do the state of the healthcare, state of healthcare because it is ridiculous, ridiculous, y'all. Okay, but that's a separate issue. But so and here I'm just you saying, are just saying this is not enough money. It's not enough money, <laughs> and then and you're not even being greedy. You're actually asking for reasonable money to pay for things that you need on a daily basis, like insurances, auto and health, and a roof over your head, and at least two meals a day, gas for the car. <laughs> for real, I don't. I shouldn't have to like savor a can of beans for two days, <laughs> just to say. So. I'm proud to be an American. American. Do you know? So we're happy that we're we're free. Yes, absolutely. But, but I don't want to starve to death to be free. Can we get a little help here? <laughs> and granted, you may be, if some of you who know me, you may be looking at me and like, you don't look like you're starving, but I've actually we're lost weight. starving. So we're, we're not in dire financial straits, which is why we're not going to jump on the first little menial job that comes along. True like, that. Bam, bam. <laughs> but it is some of the things when you're looking at that, like there are jobs and you hear like the president and Trump and all these other guys like, well, unemployment's down, but 5%, but it's the issue, but we're a part of the 5%, homie. We are part of that 5%, yes, but it's are. just because, so when you're part of the 5%, you don't care that the unemployment wage is 5% because you're like, well, whatever, I still don't have a job, but then I'm not making a living wage, <laughs> but also another issue that I'm having is that, and this is not a rant, it, this is fact, mm-hmm. because you get these jobs, and they're decent paying jobs. Mm-hmm. They may not want to discuss with you how much you'll be paid. I, okay, that's an issue that I'm having. If we're talking about issues, and I want to get your POV on it, Khalif. What is that? I mean, why do they ask you what your salary requirements are? Because my salary requirement is going to be about 75000 a year. And that's the minimum. And it's hard to like say because it's kind of like, well, I don't know what you budgeted for my salary. So if I say too high, you'd be like, eh. or if I say too low, are you going to lowball me? My, I mean, I don't understand how to answer that kind of question because where we came from, they just listed the salary range and then you get an offer based on that salary range. So how do we, how do you ask somebody about, I mean, they would just ask, but if you ask for too much, they'd be like, I'll get the hell out. I'll be reasonable. 
You know, I'm usually reasonable. I'll say 60. <laughs> 60,000 a year. You know. That's low, though, people. That's low. So, but yeah, but then that's one of the issues. Like, how the hell are they going to ask you? But that's going to be on the next segment. Um, what type of questions am I being asked? Okay, when I go well, I on thought these it was. Well, to me, it was an issue because it, I hadn't even made to the interview yet, and they they ask you that in like the little form that oh, you no, fill out that's, that's for every single job. All these stupid forms. And my thing is this: if you got why in the blue hell? <laughs> there goes that blue hell again. <laughs> why in the blue hell do you need like? Why does everyone have all these forms? Like, how come you can't just have like if you sign up? And some of these websites that use WordPress to get their stuff together. Why can't I just Ooh, fill out? Calling you guys out using your WordPress, your free website development, <laughs> mm-hmm, calling you out. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're going to have me put in my information, I understand different that? websites. Why, why don't you save that somewhere? Maybe some kind of Google form or something. You can just save I mean, that. <laughs> it's like this. On Monster. I'm not giving you a plug, but on monster.com, I can like upload my resume and everything I fill out is just answering, are you black, non-African, or Latino, whatever those stupid ethnic questions and you know, are. I used to not answer those questions, but then I'm like, maybe I should. I don't know. I don't know either. Do you answer them? I answer them because okay. it doesn't bother me to say I answer, what I am. No, it doesn't bother me either, but I'm like, do you look at that and be like, throw my resume in the garbage? I mean, I've, I even this sometimes theory, I even want to go put on my picture on the resume. That's what I want to do sometimes. My picture is on my resume. It is what? on my what? resume right now. That's that ROK living. But I need to take a new picture of my afro. What? What? <laughs> oh, but yeah, but then you have some cats that just send you through multiple, multiple, multiple. And yes, I am repeating that multiple interview processes. After you've already been through filling out their online application, attaching your resume, and then filling out some personality tests and other questionnaires to see if you're a good fit. And then once you go through that, then you're asked for an interview, and then another interview, and then another interview. And then after you get to about the 800 interview, then they're like, we like you. You're in the forerunning, but we're but... not, but we're going to let you know something real soon. Yes. And what type of monkey shit is that? It is some stinky monkey shit. I'll that's like five right pounds of monkey. That's like ten pounds of monkey crap stuffed in a five pound bag. I'm just, so I'm like, just. Why I'm did you waste eight hours of my time having me drive up here, come again each time to meet somebody else in this whole process for you just to say, "Oh, we're still thinking about it." Like, oh, oh, okay. And not well, to mention, think emails. about these grits. Think about, <laughs> think about these tea bags in your face. <laughs> but that's not the point. But that's just some of the issues that I have with some of these interview processes. Mm-hmm. It's like they want to call, and I understand you have a schedule. But I mean, if you meet someone that you really like, then you act like you like them, want to have them over for dinner, and maybe kiss your sister, then or brother, depending on if it's male or female or what? both. What? 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 I'm just, I'm just trying to say, if they like that person so much, just give the person the job. What is all the dilly dally? What? What is all the hold, the hold up? What is the um, rim jobbing and not even like want to be all like? Okay, good. okay, 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 okay. Whoo, Lord. Well, I don't know why the I process was just asking. is so. I understand this kind of vetting process for job with the government, you know, or. Yeah, that's all I can really think about a job with the government or working with kids or something. But to be just in customer service or tech support or training or something. Or working for McDonald's. I'm like, all you really need is one interview to 
decide. I mean, didn't you already look maybe at all of their qualifications? Maybe one or two interviews. Two max. Oh, yeah. You know, maybe like, oh, you're you're now part of the... It just seems like you're going through some kind of weird... Uh, I guess they're like tryouts, like like American Idol. You know, first you get through this round, you get the ticket. Then you go to the next round, then you have to like be in a group or something. Then you go to the next round, and it's just like you versus... You know, so I, it's weird. It's like some kind of contest instead of looking for a job, in my opinion. Well, no, and that's some of the issues that I, I have been having. And I mean, and I guess they're more like pet peeves because I remember back in the day when I used to walk in and I wanted a job, there'd be one, I fill out the application or fill out some online. I immediately, within the week or two weeks, I get a call and then I get called in for that interview and then. Bada bing, bada boom. Either come back for a second interview just to see if I like you, if I really did like you. Because there are some people, you know, like some singers, you hear them for the first time and you're like, oh, man, that voice is really good. And then the next time you hear you, you sound like crap. Okay, well, fair enough. So you've gotten to the interview process, which I have not in the United States yet. So what types of questions are you being asked? They're actually very interesting questions. And I don't know if they're jerking my chain or if it's like really like some stupid IQ test they're trying to give you. <laughs> I mean, like, um, if you were an animal, what type of animal would you be? Is that not the most annoying question? It's like, I should I'm, say something weird. I'm going to be the skunk. I'm going to be an amoeba and surround you and devour your carcass. That's what I'm going to be. I could be a Kenyan sandbow. I just learned about that yesterday. I'm going to be a boa constructor, swallow you whole, and then regurgitate. Well, maybe they don't regurgitate, but that's an anaconda. Anaconda is part of the boa family. It's just a big I did not the big know one. that. Yes, python. Mm -hmm. Sweet. A big, big python. You know, I mean, what do you say that? What's what's? I mean, it, I don't think there's a right right or wrong answer unless it says you're going to, like, go all ape crap and bring an AK-47 to work and blast everybody because you hate that you're getting paid $8 an hour. But what animal can, can shoot an AK-47? I believe a monkey can. I saw a rise of the apes. A rise of the... Oh. Oh, you didn't see that one. No, I don't I saw that I one when did. you were at work. Oh, okay. Another I just really like that monkey movie, Project X. Sweet. That really hurt my heart. I love that movie, though. Well, they could fly a plane. They were very smart. Um, another question. Um, this is something I feel like maybe I'm being discriminated against, but maybe not it's, me. It's a, it's a question used to discriminate against you? Possibly. Possibly. Okay. Possibly. Okay. okay. Um, what I mean by that mm -hmm. is, like, I love this question. I've been asked at every interview because once mentioned that I'm married or whatever the case may be, I get this question. Do you have any responsibilities that may prevent you from coming to work? Yes, I do. What in the hell is that? I have the responsibility to eat breakfast and some days I wake up and say, oh, I don't want to go into work today. I mean, but what type of question is that? I mean, really? And I mean, and instinctively, I just yell out, I don't have kids. <laughs> yeah. Can you, I mean, is, is that is that what the answer they're looking for? I have that? no idea. Okay. They kind of smile when I say that because I'm just, I'm real blunt when I'm, when I'm, when I put my mind to it. I just get blunt and I tell you exactly what it is because I don't feel like horsing around. Right. But he's like, I'm like, no, I don't have any kids. At first, I tried to be sweet and kind, like, um, what do you mean? They're like, is there anything that may prevent you from coming to work? I mean, like, a flood, like traffic, a rainy day, a hurricane, a, hurricane, a tornado, tornado, sharknado. <laughs> I mean, 
people eating bath salts and it's shooting, like fear the walking theater, dead. Shooting. I got shot and I'm in the hospital. Zombie apocalypse. I, I mean, I could think of a lot of things. Yeah, me too, actually. But what are you really trying to get at when you ask that damn question? It's most likely probably somebody about family, family responsibilities. responsibilities. And that's the type of thing that I'm thinking about. And I'm like, if we're supposed to be a family friend, family centered country, what type of question could you ask people that? You should just start saying, well, you know, I got lots of responsibilities, uh, about 10. Uh, so, uh, first responsibility being, I mean, just list of, I don't know. No, don't be that silly. I'm going to be that silly because I'm like, whatever, whatever. So no, but really though, I mean, you think about it. How would you guys, if you, if you have any input to this, how would you respond? If someone asked, do you have any responsibilities that will keep you from coming to work? Yes, please share your interview or job search frustrations with us at crossfire.crusade.net. And you Send can us also, an email. And you can also find us. Oh, and that email is crossfire at crusade.net. We never gave out that email before. No. Yeah, it works. Don't worry. It works. I made it a while back. I think, no, we have before. So you can just directly send us an email or visit our website first. Take a little look around and click on send us an email. Sweet. Talk to us about your experiences. And if you're, especially if you're from a different state, please let us know because we are all for relocating. Woot, woot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, relocation, you know, and that's another question I get. We start a, a blog post, help Khalif and Jabez find a job. Well, I mean, it's some things I find out like, oh, are you interested in re- uh, traveling? And Yes, of course. But hold on. But this is the these are the options they give you. 10% of the time. Yes. What is 30% that? 30% of the time. How would I know? 40% of the time. I, I don't know. Um, I mean, it depends however on... However much you need me to. It depends on the qualification of the job. If I'm um, George Clooney and up in the If you pay me that big bucks, I, my bag is packed. <laughs> or if you're... Bye, you're, honey. See you later. <laughs> or you could be George Clooney in the air up there where you get... You, you're paid to go fire people because the company's too chicken shitty to do it themselves. Then you know what? <laughs> I would do that all day. Get out. You're fired. If all my Koreans, what was it? Nakada. Nakada. <laughs> you know, get out. But yeah, those are some of the things. Those are just weird questions that I'm getting over and over and over again. Like, what does me being an animal have to do? I mean, should I go Sig Freedom Roy I'm Tiger? Snow out. And um, I don't know. I just ate a Sanboa. And also, but, and Jamise did bring up, how much do you think you should be paid? How much are you offering, you jack bastard? <laughs> What's the correct answer? Show here? me the money. Obviously, if you worried about my experience. Like, hmm, well, the house I really want to buy is a is, is million dollars. So, and I think I need to spend maybe $7,000 a month on mortgage. So then I think that's going to be seven times 12 is. But also we have oh. to consider the fact that there is property taxes be? and bill, utility bills. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking about 9000 a month, maybe ten. If you got that. So let's just, you know, let's just go ahead and just, just call it an even um, 120. So I'm safely in the six figures. So $120,000 a year, please. And and that's some of the things that I'm thinking of. Plus and I'm just like, benefits. what is this? <laughs> and paid vacation. Lots of it. And, and, <laughs> and from this point on, you know, I could, I begin to see and understand the stories that some of my 
compadres that have returned or they went back being they went back to that expat lifestyle Mm -hmm. the difficulty because you could be educated and the thing that pisses me off the most is the fact that they see everyone we keep telling the young people go to college get your degree they can't take that from you and you can get a job it is true it is true they can't i'm not just i'm not going against that but you can get a job you can do all this but then you got these mfers who have the jobs they either protecting their own behinds because oh, they don't maybe want that's what it is if you're too qualified they're scared that you'll take their job and you know i keep like, telling myself that yo, to be yo, happy homie i'm gonna i'm gonna invest my money well and i'm just gonna buy the whole company how you like them apples but that's what Trump I'm saying. Stuff. That's some of the <laughs> stuff that I'm, I'm I'm only talking about. And it's just like you worry about that because then you had like I had a woman who told me on the verge of graduating university that she didn't want to hire me because once I graduated, I was going to move on to another job. And I was like, half a high in the blue hell do you know this? So there you have it. It's just a little bit. And also there's like a small thing in the back of my mind thinking Am I discriminated against because I'm a woman? Because I'm black? Because I'm too young or too old? I don't know. I don't know either. Right. So what are the differences between finding work in the ROK versus the USA? Well, you heard all my differences for the USA, but let's talk about The Rock, Republic of Korea. In Korea, it is real simple. I used and we're to... speaking only on the expat because the Koreans have to go through different hoops. Yeah, that whole English uh, I, proficiency I, test. I, I, Jesus Christ! A whole bunch of other nonsense. So. Yeah, it's a whole Whatever. other nonsense. But um, but for the expats, um, unless you, if you're a teacher, if you're going to be a teacher, um, the biggest hurdle is getting that stupid FBI background check that you need just to be there when you already been there. I'll just sum it all up. The ROK is all about the paperwork and paperwork being in order for you to get your visas. No matter what position yet you have, they're just all about the paperwork. You have the paperwork, the proof, the documentation. I have this level of experience and education. And also, I'm not a criminal, but a bing, but a boom. Here's your offer. They're very concerned about the paperwork being in order and that you have everything that you need. That's really only the biggest difference is like ROK is paperwork. USA is Physical, grueling tasks to continue to keep you coming back. And, oh, do you want this job? Do you want this job? And Korean, I'm going to just tell you yes or no. You know, we see you have all your documents in order. You can use the same it's document like packet for every single job. You don't have to, like, change it each time. It's like this. Put it like this. The only thing you change is the name of the company and your cover letter. Exactly. That's and, it. And if they call you, and if that person called you, it's pretty much just to make sure you have your background check. Do you have a visa? Do you need can, a transfer? Can we get you a visa? Okay, okay. Can, can you come in to meet us? Sure. And once you come in to meet us, the only time, if they don't like you by that point, it's something that you did in the yeah, interview. Yeah, you messed up the interview. They're like, bang, bang, next. <laughs> but if you haven't, if you succeeded that interview, you basically walked out with a job. Right. So just have your documents in order. They verify that information. It's very important. I've noticed and I've heard stories about, I'm just speaking about the U.S. People who have lied about their credentials and it wasn't ever checked and they have gotten positions of like power and prestige in their companies. And I feel very offended by that situation. Actually, I was just watching um, 48 Hours Mysteries, I think. And a woman was uh, she was the, the manager of a bank and had never even graduated from high school. She lied on education on her education, her application. She started off as a teller, worked her way up. 
to be bank manager. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> so I, a part of me is like, well, should I make up stuff so I can get the job I want? Just like the dad in the glass castle. Yeah, but this is like happening now where they can easily just look this stuff up, but they're just too lazy to do it because there is a privileged status that we, some people are not privy to. So that's all I'm saying. It's just, just crazy. It is a bit crazy. So what is the solution? Do you think? Honestly, resolved. <laughs> the only way As he would say in debate resolved. The only way we can resolve this issue one is make the situation a bit more streamlined in America. We talk about infrastructure, infrastructure, infrastructure. You hear this in the debates, infrastructure. But what in the hell are we doing to correct the infrastructure? Nothing. We need to revamp the system and get the system back in working order. Stop stealing from Social Security before it's gone. Before I'm able to even look at it, it's already gone. Oh, well, that's true. I'm trying to be hopeful. I'm trying not to be doom and gloom right now. it really is gone. Because I'm pissed off this episode. It's just just full of IOUs. Star Wars. Damn it, Reagan. It was more than just that. But I think the solution, personally, uh, let's start with the government. Let's get rid of all the people who are working there who are completely incompetent in these government jobs. Throw them out. Just throw them out, you know, and let's shrink it some. Or in fact, let's shrink it a lot because it's just a lot of waste of it's money a lot of redundancy. and time. And yeah. Oh, so they need the George Clooney-like people to come into the government offices and start cutting the fat. You know what I mean? Just not even cut it. Trim it down to the fact that it's just lean, mean. Yeah. So I think that would really be beneficial in my opinion. Uh, but for our own personal solution... What do you, what do you think? Honestly, I can, I, it's, it's weird. It's up in the air. I mean, I will tell people fight the good fight. If you really want to be back, if you really want to be in America, you just deal with it. And you know, you know what you're worth and stick to your guns. But if you want to chunk the deuce, give, give America the three finger salute, then go back and be an expat. That's all I can say. So, you know, you know where you got it good. You know your experiences. No judgment if you have to boomerang back and forth between the nations or your other home nation. It's whatever, man. Do what you got to do. Do what you do. Be yourself. And on that note, I'm your boy, Khalif. And I'm your girl, Jamise. Thank you for listening.